Hi, mamas. You might have noticed the shift of topics gearing for stay-at-home moms. Well, I've been thinking a lot about it, and for the past months, I have heard God countless times to serve my fellow stay-at-home moms and to equip you. Because I feel like I've been a stay-at-home mom for so long, for 10 years now, and I really feel that God placed me here for bigger reasons. And one of that is to help and to serve my fellow stay-at-home moms. So yes, Mama's Mommypedia podcast will now be pediatric advice and stay-at-home mom solutions. Which brings me to this episode here, Mama's, which is all about how to prevent, how to avoid burnout, how to also recover from burnout, which is so common for so many of us when you are already a stressed stay-at-home mom. See you inside, Mama's. Hey mama friend, welcome to the Mommypedia podcast. Are you a first-time mom who's wondering if you're doing it right? Are you struggling to know how to properly take care of your little one? Do you wish you had a pediatrician friend in your pocket so you can get answers anytime and stop second-guessing every decision you make? I'm Dr. Jet. I'm a pediatrician with two little boys myself and after practicing for two years, I ended up being a stay-at-home mom because my firstborn had a medical condition. Yes, I'm a pediatrician, but I too struggled with first-time mom problems like breastfeeding, my son being in the hospital, and I was battling postpartum blues and lost my self-worth. In this podcast, I will be here as your new BFF Pediadoc who's going to be giving you weekly advice on all your first-time mom problems, from that really bad diaper rash to baby isn't sleeping through the night, and all the way to feeling lost and overwhelmed yourself. We have got solutions for you. I can't wait to walk this motherhood journey beside as your new dog bestie that you can have in your pocket. There's no need for a waiting room, mama. Just pop your earbuds in and let's talk. All right, burn out, mamas. So what is it anyway? Are you feeding it right now? Do you even know what burnout looks like? Do you know what it feels like? Definition aside for stay-at-home mom burnout, this refers to a state of chronic stress and exhaustion experienced by moms who have the full-time job of taking care of a home and kids. Now, what does it look like? What does it feel like? And what are the symptoms? You might be able to check one or two things here, but let us see. Now, burnout mostly causes mental and physical exhaustion, as this is all too familiar for us. But it will differ for each of us. The manifestations or the symptoms that we have, it differs from each of us. For most, it will manifest as fatigue and difficulty in sleeping. But for some, you might also feel you're emotionally distanced from your children. Like there's this loss of enjoyment in the mothering role, even leading to neglecting your kids or worse, violent behavior towards them. Other symptoms that burnout or stay-at-home burnout may include that includes depression, anxiety, insomnia, self-doubts, mental exhaustion, irritability, there's also mom rage, and the feelings of loneliness and isolation. There's also the feelings of overwhelm and feeling like everyone is relying on you and feeling like you have no time for yourself. You're 
just really really tired and even for some it will actually lead to substance abuse and to suicide you know it's it's serious <laughs> it is it is it's just that it differs from each of us so as i have mentioned all of these has any of it you have experienced so far i mean you don't have to check everything to tell that you're actually feeling burned out you know it when you feel it i'm sure but not a lot of us admit it personally i've felt burnout so many times especially before i tried to cover it up many times before because i didn't want to admit that i was actually feeling it because i felt like if i'm going to admit that i was burned out i felt like i was not a good mom I'm not a good wife and I'm really being ungrateful because in my mind I felt like so many of my friends my mom friends would want to trade places with me that they would want to spend more time with their kids including my husband he would want to spend more time with our kids and here I was having all the time with our kids and here I was expressing burnout like I was just being really ungrateful so I just kept it to myself, masking and sometimes even pretending I was loving every minute I had with my kids, which was not entirely true, <laughs> to be honest, mamas. And all of that only to come to a boiling point and my husband was often the victim of my wrath. I poured out all my rage and frustrations on him, leading to us fighting. And looking back, it really wasn't fair to him because... I knew he's also working very hard for our family. During those times, I didn't really care. <laughs> all I was was, I was just thinking about myself and all the frustrations that I have, all of, all the burnout that I felt deep down inside me. It was only when I started sitting down and joining my victory group where I realized the effects it had to our marriage, the effect it had to my husband and my relationship with my children. And that's when I started admitting to myself that this is burnout and I've also been acknowledging why I'm feeling that way and I'm now addressing the issues that I have. That's why I'm feeling that way. And now I started to do things intentionally to help me prevent burnout because it's really hard to tell burnout for stay-at-home moms, honestly, because of the many misperceptions and the many expectations about us like misperceptions like we are supposed to be less stressed and we have an easier role than those who have additional responsibilities like the working moms although i'm not invalidating working moms that's not what i mean here i applaud moms who work and yes they also do get burnout it's just that for stay-at-home moms it's difficult to spot and it's really hard to tell because of those misperceptions and the many expectations that stay-at-home moms have like we're supposed to be happy all the time because we have all the time with our kids and we're also expected to be a really great mom a really great homemaker really great cooks our house should not be messy and all of that because we are at staying at home all day you know those misperceptions and those expectations so it's really hard to tell even for ourselves it's hard to admit that we are burnout because we also believe and we also want 
to fulfill those expectations. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> when, well, when in fact, being a full-time caretaker comes with its own specific set of challenges. You know that. Including the feelings of isolation. We are typically home by ourselves or maybe not at home but we're constantly with our young children throughout the week with no adult interaction. The invisibility of stay-at-home mom burnout, you know, this can actually lead to moms feeling invalidated by others as well as by ourselves and this is what I meant earlier when I said that it's even hard to admit it to ourselves. For example, I used to judge myself about how I should be feeling. Like, I shouldn't be stressed. I should be enjoying my time with my kids. This should be easy, etc. Because of all the expectations and because of all the misperceptions that stay-at-home moms have, I'm also talking to myself like, I should be that way as well. Which is why all those signs and symptoms are easily ignored which can actually lead to burnout. Ignoring those feelings of burnout, many stay-at-home moms become even further depleted and may even experience stay-at-home mom depression. And it might be really common than we think because I recently talked to a dear friend of mine. She's very career-driven before she became a stay-at-home mom and she's now expressing all these feelings of anxiety and depression that she's feeling at the moment that she couldn't eat she couldn't sleep but you know what in her social media post you cannot tell at all she's all smiles having the time of her life with her daughter they look so happy they look so beautiful it's really hard to tell it was only during one of our conversations wherein I asked how she was doing and how can I pray for her when she burst into tears and she told me all those feelings that she's having right now. Being a stay-at-home mom is a hard job that can quickly lead to burnout. Let's just admit that once and for all. But it's also not the end. It's not like you're feeding that and it's the end, you know, you're gonna lead to depression and so on. Of course not. It's not the end because there are actually ways that you can cope and you can recover from this type of stress and burnout. This was also the same advice actually that I gave to my mom friend, although there was a lot more that I gave her. But for this episode, I'm just going to be giving you five. Now, of course, the first one, my first advice for you mamas is to create time for yourself. Notice that I use the verb create because this has to be really intentional. Time is always our enemy when we are stay-at-home moms because we rarely have that. And if we don't do it intentionally, like really create time for ourselves, it will never happen. So you have to really incorporate time into your day that is just for you and not for anyone else in the family. Whether you're just exercising, whether you're praying, or you're engaging in a creative outlet, your passion project, whatever it is, this break is necessary for you to find those much needed relief. I know it's hard, but here's what you can do. What I do is I wake up ahead of my kids. It's just for a few minutes, of course. 30 minutes has been the most I've had so far, but to actually indulge yourself in the morning before everyone else wakes up, like, all those peace and quiet, it is such a replenishing feeling. <laughs> Another thing that I do 
to create time for myself is well, I enrolled my two-year-old in toddler class. <laughs> so I actually get two hours of me time every day doing my thing. Some days I go to the gym, some days I go to the spa, some days I devote it to my podcast and other business projects. Also, another time that I create is when they nap and when they sleep during the night. We made sure, my husband and I, we made sure that their sleeping times are early not just for their own health, but also to give me and my husband more me and we time. I know it may seem impossible to do so at first with all those schedules and the things that you need to do every day, but having a routine that includes time for yourself can actually make you more productive. And it's just the start that's hard, but once you get to the feel of it, to get to the routine, it will be so much easier. You have to remember, mamas, that taking care of yourself will also give you more energy to care for others. Alright? Now, my second advice is to teamwork with your husband. Yes, mamas, it's all about teamwork. As it should be, husband and wife are both on the same team. It's not about who does the most around the house or who does most for the family. It's not about that. Both of you are working for the betterment of your family. You have one goal. So work together to appropriately share household chores, for example, and to share responsibilities. Because if you're taking the kids to school, to their activities, and then you're making dinner every night, I bet doing the laundry or washing the dishes, whatever may push you over the edge. Or it may be not push you over the edge, but it will keep you up late and impact your sleep which is also very important. So create a plan with your husband for some of these tasks, which will not only take some of the burden off of you, but may actually surprise you because maybe just maybe your partner really enjoys laundering as I have found mine does. <laughs> it's because recently we lost our house help for four years and we haven't had any help for two months now. So it's been hard for us at first, but now it's becoming a routine for us already. My husband shares the task by washing the dishes, doing the laundry, bathing the kids at night, and it, well, it's not much of a burden anymore. I actually like the teamwork that we have, and it's making our marriage stronger because we appreciate each other more now. So have an open discussion regarding household responsibilities which can help you and your partner find a better balance now what if you find starting this conversation is much more difficult like you're scared or you're afraid that you might offend your husband if you do ask him to help around with the household chores and you're afraid that it will start an argument okay what if what should you do for me i would really advise for you to just really start with praying for your husband for their heart and their thoughts to change because i have this saying that i always tell myself like praying works so much better than nagging <laughs> i mean if before of course i would literally just point it out to my husband and nag him until he actually does it but it's never a good way because you always end up having arguments about it we always end up fighting so now i just really pray for it it's up to god and god is so much better 
at changing hearts than we ever could do. So yeah, just start with praying. Pray for your husband, for their hearts, and for their thoughts to change. God will lead them. So there. Now, my third advice is to rest and sleep. Remember, I mentioned earlier that if you do everything in the house, it will definitely impact your rest and your sleep because this is so important. One of the top reasons that moms feel burnout is actually that we lack sleep and we lack rest. So as much as possible, rest while you can and sleep as early as you can. What you can do here is to have your kids sleep earlier so that you can still have one or two hours of me time before you actually sleep. With sleeping earlier, you would be able to wake up earlier. So you're again having more me time to yourself in the morning and well, you'll definitely feel more energized. Sleep is so important. I mean, I cannot overemphasize it. I know you know the benefits of sleeping. It's just that it's just hard to fit in our schedule. Again, which brings me back to the first advice, which is really to create your own sleeping time and you create your own rest time. And I will just add, do not be afraid to ask for help. If you really need to sleep, ask for help from the people around you, from your husband, or if you have relatives around you, ask for help from them. That if you can just watch over your kids so that you can rest for an hour or for 30 minutes, that would do you so much good. Now, my fourth advice, I have been saying this a lot of times in a lot of my episodes because it really, really helps, and that is to meet like-minded moms and be part of a community. Meeting other stay-at-home moms can help you build a supportive community around you with moms who do understand what your day-to-day life is like, your struggles, your emotions, your challenges. You know, we understand each other because we're going through it. And it's not just about the support, but these moms they also give you inspiration to continue on that it's not just you who's feeling it that we're in this together you know those kinds of feeling the feeling of belongingness that we're part of a bigger purpose helped me a lot go through a lot especially with my son's condition and with my feelings of inadequacy my feelings of losing my self-worth and all of that it really helped me which is why i place this advice almost in every podcast episode that i have that is to really be part of a community and meet like-minded moms which also brings me to invite you inside the stay-at-home moms club it's already called the stay-at-home moms club the link to the facebook group is right below this episode mamas you just click on it and you will be directed to the community i really hope to see you there okay And last advice for you mamas is, of course, to just sit down, pray, and listen to God's word. There's grace, mamas. If your anxiety is a 10, okay, there are just times when you're just really frustrated. You don't know what to do. There's just so many things in your mind, so much frustration, so much anxiety, so much even anger in your your heart. Take a break. You know, just take a break pause and pray that's all you need to do 
I've tried this so many times, moments, especially when I'm feeling overwhelmed, like I don't know what to do anymore. I'm overwhelmed with the many things that's happening in my life. And I do try to do it on my own. Like I open my planner. I try all the things that I do to be productive. Step one, step two, these are the things that I need to do. I try to plan it on my own. But the feelings of anxiety and the feelings of overwhelm, it's still there. So what I do is I just really take a pause, put down my planner, close my laptop, close my phone, and take out my Bible. I pray and I read his word. He always, always responds. Not directly, but the feelings that you have, the feelings of overwhelm, all those anxiety, the fear, the anger, the frustrations for self. He takes it out. He takes it away. Vamos. And he will lead you where you're supposed to go. Of course, it's not immediate. Like if you pray, it's not like your problem will solve the following day. It's not that. But he will lead you to the path and you will feel so much lighter if you raise your burdens to God. The feelings of burnout, all the feelings of the problems we keep on thinking of, just raise it. God wants us to surrender. We are but human and we cannot do everything on our own. God loves it if we surrender everything to him, if we let him do his thing. That's my last advice for you, Mama. So just to recap, the first is to create time intentionally. I have more tips in terms of creating time for yourself, but that will be on another episode, of course. And then the second advice is the teamwork with your husband. Very important. The third one is to rest and sleep. Also very important. The fourth one is to meet like-minded moms. Again, plugging in. Be part of our stay-at-home moms club. Just click the link below. And the fifth one is read his word and pray. I hope this helped you, mamas. I do pray that you will be able to apply even just one of these tips if you want some more if you need to ask me some questions or to raise your concerns just message me in instagram i am at mommypedia podcast in instagram and i am also the mommypedia podcast in facebook although i am more responsive in instagram because i cannot understand the shifting of messengers between personal and business accounts so it's it confuses me so i'm more responsive in instagram mama so you do message me there or you can email me if you want to book a consult with sick child well child concerns or even with just stay-at-home mom concerns you can also book a consult and a coaching with me you can just email at mommypedia.docjet at gmail.com thank you so much again mamas for being here until the next visit love and light to you mama